Hey, everybody out there, I hope you're enduring all this. I hope you're staying strong. I hope that you're uh, gaining the wisdom and understanding out of your studies. I hope your home Bible study is going good with your, your other people that you're yoked with in study. And always remember that where two or more are gathered uh, in this quest for wisdom and understanding that Christ is walking there with you all. Okay, so there's that one. All right, remember how Christ said that to go ahead and lend? All right, so Sharak's uh, going to go into that, but he's also going to talk about the borrower not defrauding the lender. <laughs> And then to give alms, and a good man will not undo his surety, okay? All right, and uh, to be a surety is dangerous, according to Sirach, and it is better to live at home than to be on the, on the run here going uh, place to place. All right, but the apostles and the Lord himself, uh, they ended up traveling a lot, didn't they? That's a hard life, according to Sharak. Uh, he that is merciful will lend unto his neighbor, and he that strengtheneth his hand keepeth the commandments. Okay, so you obey these commandments, capital C, and that should be giving you strength. We need all the strength we can get, don't we, ladies and gentlemen? Do it says, lend to thy neighbor in time of his need, and pay thou thy neighbor again in due season. Okay, so that's called keeping your word. Uh, in three, it says, keep thy word and deal faithfully with him and thou shalt always find the thing that is necessary for thee. They're harmonizing this here with uh, Matthew and Luke, and I think that's Jesus' words in uh, Deuteronomy. The Lord will take care of you. Christ said there in the Gospels. In four, it says, Many, when a thing was lent him, them, reckoned it to be found and put them to trouble that helped them. Okay, so that's somebody that did not keep their word. They borrowed it and, and uh, they kept it. All right, in five, till he hath received, he will kiss a man's hand and for his neighbor's money he will speak submissively but when he should repay he will prolong the time and return words of grief and complain of the time period okay so here you see you're not keeping your word and this this is very devious and there are devious people out here today. Um, they use words like uh, knives. 
They are like dragon's teeth. They throw them out there. It's full of uh, many of it. They don't even believe, uh, believe anything they're saying at the time. They just want to gain whatever it is they're after. And I'll tell you, then the next person that comes along, they don't want to lend because they got ripped off. So it's bad. It's really starting the trouble, isn't it? It says in 6, if he prevail, he shall hardly receive the half, and he will count as if he had found it. If not, he hath deprived him of his money, and he hath gotten him an enemy without cause. He prayeth him with cursing. Okay, all right, I'm going to start over here. In 6, it says, If he prevail, he shall hardly receive the half, and he will count as if he had found it. If not, he hath deprived him of his money, and he hath gotten him an enemy without cause. He payeth him with cursings and railings, and for honor he will pay him disgrace. So there you are. You want your money paid back? You want me to do what I said I would do? Oh, how dare you say that? Um, and then comes the cursings. Okay, so you're, you're dealing here with the evil person. Okay? All right. And uh, you sure, certainly don't want to be surety for that person. In 7, it says, Many therefore have refused to lend to other men's, men's ill-dealing, fearing to be defrauded. So that's just it. You're, ruin it. You're ruining it for the next person. And, you, and so people are what they used to call gun-shy, like a gun-shy hound dog. They are just scared to lend to anybody now. Okay. In 8 it says, Yet have thou patience with a man in poor estate, and delay not to shew him mercy. Period. Okay, so that, this is different here. Because this person is having trouble paying. They may be trying to pay, but can't pay the whole thing. Not like this uh, earlier person that uh, paid half and uh, gave you the rest of it in cursing. Okay, this is somebody that's poor. Nine, it says, help the poor for the commandment's sake and turn him not away because of his poverty. Period. Okay, so uh, we got to love the poor. Ten, it says, lose thy money for thy brother and thy friend and let it not rust under a stone to be lost. Period. So what's he saying? Is it better to lose a little bit of money? See, Paul taught this. Paul taught that why uh, you guys are going to court and you're within the church. Why wouldn't you have people judge that are believers? Why would you go to the non-believers to make a laughing stock of the ministry here? And on top of that, he said, why not take the loss instead of... Um, 
making us all look bad. And on the other hand, the person that did the defrauding needs an needs to pick it up, and, and they need an attitude adjustment, okay, within the church. All, all that was taught in the New Testament. All right, in 11, it says, Lay up thy treasure according to the commandments of the Most High, and it shall bring thee more profit than gold. All right, and that is what? That's the spiritual treasure. All right, they're saying Daniel 4, 24, Matthew 6, 20, Luke eleven forty one, and 12, 33, the book of Acts 10, 4. 1 Timothy 6, 18 and 19, and Job 4, 8, 9, and 10. All right, uh, so that's chapter 4, 8, 9, and 10. Is that the way you got the notes? Yeah. Okay, the, tre uh, the treasure is the spiritual treasure here, okay? It's a beyond earthly monetary consideration, all right, in 12, shut up alms in thy storehouses, and it shall deliver thee from all affliction. Okay, so there you are being a, what do you want to call it? You're, you're a good steward in this manner. It says in 13, it shall fight for thee, against thine enemies better than a mighty shield and a strong spear. You see, you're helping the poor. The Lord sees that. And every time you do it, that is a spiritual treasure being hoarded because you have paid, you have helped people uh, that can't really repay. Uh, for instance, it does not have to be monetary consideration here. This could be a, a widow that needs walked across the street or a lady needs her tire changed or someone needs a ride, okay? And just helping others and uh, helping those that are uh, afflicted, those that are being oppressed, the widow, the fatherless, the imprisoned, the sick. That's all alms being stored up in heaven. How do we like that? And that is taught by Jesus Christ himself. And it shall be deliver thee from all affliction. It, and that's these alms that you're storing up, these non-monetary uh, uh, stores of alms, it says, it shall fight for thee against thine enemies better than a mighty shield and a strong spear. Uh, because you got God Almighty. You got Jesus Christ as an ab advocate here. In 14, an honest man is surety for his neighbor, but he that is impudent will forsake him. All right. And they're saying in the Greek, forsake him is or fail him. 15. Forget not the friendship of thy surety, for he hath given his life for thee. Okay, now, in that case, someone's been surety for you out there. And don't, don't, don't stab that person in the back. Don't not keep your word. 
something happens where you can't pay, go straight to that person. Don't don't be like the ungodly that we read about in seven, eight, and nine, etc. He has given his life for thee. In 16, a sinner will overthrow the good estate of his surety. And he that is of an unthankful mind will leave him in danger that delivered him. 18, suretyship hath undone many of good estate and shaked them as a wave of the sea. Mighty man hath it driven from their houses so that they wandered among strange nations. Okay, and if you're talking about uh, the, the banking system of today, the Federal Reserve or the five arrows, the five Rothschild banks that are over the world, their usury is brutal, and you got to really watch it, and you better read the fine print. So uh, you don't want to be uh, driven from your country here. 19, a wicked man transgressing the commandments of the Lord shall fall into surety ship, and he that undertaketh and followeth after men's business for gain shall fall into suits, and that would be lawsuits. 20, it says, Help thy neighbor according to thy power, and beware that thou thyself fall not into the same. Okay? In other words, you got to lift them up, and they can't be dragging you down. And that's another thing. If you have a drowning person that won't even paddle themselves, uh, they grab onto you, they will pull you down like an anchor. you got to beware of that. But uh, the people that do that are ungodly. Uh, those are people that uh, I'm going to run from, to tell you the truth. Um, they, when, when they come to you begging, they're always the victim, see. And if you don't do exactly what they say, whether you can do it or not, it don't matter. You're going to be the bad person around these people. If you lend to them and... Uh, want your money back, you're the bad person. If you don't lend to them, you're the bad person. If you're unable even to lend to them and you don't have it, <laughs> you can still be the bad person. Uh, there's a lot of people with their head in a bucket of sand today. You don't want to fall into suits. And you don't want to fall into the uh, bucket of uh, trouble that you're trying to help someone else out of. 21, the chief thing for life is water and bread and clothing and a house to cover shame, period. So a roof over your head and uh, the, the essentials of life and be satisfied with that. You're not taking it into uh, the next world, all right? I know the Egyptians think they do, but they don't. 
22 better is the life of a poor man in a mean cottage, that's an average cottage, than delicate fare in another man's house, period. Okay, so you want to pull your own load. Don't look to others to help pick you up. Don't uh, tag on their coattail. Don't uh, expect them to drag you everywhere, okay? Be motivated yourself. And when you're motivated, you help motivate others, see? And that's what it takes. Uh, for the uh, God-fearing people, we should help to motivate each other, shouldn't we? And you don't want to be uh, setting up homestead in other people's house, okay? And then not paying your rent. 23, be a little or much, hold thee contented that thou hear not the reproach of thy house, period. Hey, this is exactly what Christ said. This is exactly what Paul taught. In 24, it says, for it is a miserable life to go from house to house for where thou art a stranger thou darest not open thy mouth how about that for uh this type of poverty where you don't have a roof over your head and hey the apostles had to go uh, city to city house to house jesus christ himself said the son of man has nowhere to lay his head it's a tough life and they did that they did this and they did it for the gospel Okay. 25. Thou shalt entertain and feast and have no thanks. Moreover, thou shalt hear bitter words. Okay. So you're uh, entertaining and feasting and it doesn't do you no good. Don't set up camp in other people's uh, estates. 26. It says, Come thou stranger and furnish a table and feed me of that thou hast ready. Okay, this is to the person. <laughs> He's talking to the person that doesn't have the home. All right, in 27, Give place, thou stranger, to an honorable man. My brother cometh to be lodged, and I have need of mine house. So there you are. You're getting kicked out on your rump, aren't you? <laughs> After all the things you did here so you need your own place here and how bad is it to, for them to be displacing everybody into these uh 15 minute cities uh, and even worse than that the uh the fema camps now i'm telling you the fema camps are ready to go and that's not where we want to end up we want to have our own humble mean cottage here Average cottage, that's all you need. Enough to have a roof over your head. On these cold days up here, I tell you, you're happy to have that roof over your head, ain't you? And there's a lot of people that are homeless. And uh, you got to feel sorry for them. Uh, a lot of innocent people have lost their job that didn't, uh, didn't deserve that, okay? And... Uh, so anyway, this is about having a roof over your head here in these last last few verses. Okay, in 28, these things are grievous to a man of understanding. The upbraiding of house room 
and reproaching of the lender. Okay, so he kind of summed that up for everybody here, folks. And uh, and uh, so they put this in order here really good. And, uh, man, we're moving along. We're going to be in Chapter 30. I hope everyone's wisdom and understanding, and I hope your home Bible study's going good and that you're staying strong out there. And that way, uh, the lumps that are coming here in the world, you're going to be full of the Holy Ghost. And uh, even the trials and tribulations will be joyful. And so don't get down in the dumps. Don't be quick to anger. Stay true blue to the scriptures. Keep on studying your King James. And uh, you'll be filled with the Spirit, and you'll get through the lumps that they're putting out in this world. So I appreciate everybody, and uh, I will catch everyone on the next CD.